The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware 256. It's not a hell yes, it's a no. (laughs) Very good, yes. Don't be afraid to make the change. The world will go on. If you're not pissing people off, you're not doing it right. Practice mindful walking. Stay outside of your comfort zone, because that's where the magic happens. How many people we know who get to the top of the ladder and, as Stephen Covey beautifully said, find that it's leaning against the wrong wall? Pause and give this moment my full love and attention. Feedback does not ever tell you anything about yourself. It tells you about the person or the people giving the feedback. Am I being driven by my greed? Am I being driven by my pride or my ego? Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and welcome. So maybe I'm projecting here. It's possible, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, generally speaking, I think entrepreneurs are marketers. They're good at making money. They're good at going out and getting that money and bringing that money in. But are they good at managing? I don't know. Is that a learned skill? Is there different personality types, those that like managing, those that like bringing? And let's face it, as entrepreneurs, we should be managing our money, shouldn't we? We shouldn't be good at that. That's a skill we need to learn. So who are we here with? The best person to talk with about this because he is a money strategist for business owners. I'm here with Justin Crane. Hi, Justin. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Well, it's so good to have you on. So am I projecting there? Is that kind of normal? Like, do you work with a lot of business owners who like the marketing side of it, but maybe they just don't want to be bothered with the numbers? Yeah. I mean, they love bringing in the business. They're one of those, like, ready, fire, aim, rather than ready, aim, fire. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Oh, that is you. That's me. Totally. Don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me (laughs) by saying anything bad today. Don't put an apple on your head and I won't. All right. (laughs) So, um, so how do you get your head around that? How do you start thinking differently about that as a business owner and changing your mindset and the importance of dealing with your money appropriately? Yeah, I got into this because I realized early on, I'm like, okay, the success of someone's business is going to fund their personal goals, right? Like if you make great money in your business and have money in your bank account, you can use that to buy a house, pay down debt, save for retirement, whatever. So you got to be really smart with how you're managing your money so that you can use that money to get ahead in life. Otherwise, you're going to have these conversations saying, like, where did all of the money go? Like, I'm making money, but I don't feel like I'm making money. So what I'm saying is, is you have to tie the goal, the personal goal, to your business, and it has to mean something to you. It's got to give you those goosebumps. Actually, that's really good advice. So let me see if I've got this right, just to make this crystal clear. What you're saying is in your mind, 
you need to to make that positive association between the money that you're saving rather than the money you're spending, right? So the money that you're saving and link that to the idea of getting everything you want. Because once you make, and we know this about the brain, once you make that positive association, your brain will just start to move toward it. So it's got to be, that's got to be your buzz. That's got to be your feel good is watching those dollars go up. Correct. So think about buying a house. What kind of house do you want to buy? Is it one story? Is it two? Do you have a pool? Are you grilling? What are you grilling? Chicken, what kind of marinade is, I mean, it's that crazy. <laughs> it's that crazy. And then once you do that, you're like, okay, game on, Justin. Tell me how to do it. And then you're going to be really motivated to make it happen. Yeah, I like that too because it's measurable and you can, you get excited as you see progress, even if it's little progress, you start getting fired up about it. So what do you think is the biggest mistake that people are making when it comes to managing their money right now? Well, the biggest mistake that they're making is that they're not aware that today is national get your head out of the sand day. Today? For real? Yeah, it's really today. Wow. I made it up. Oh, you made it up. It's your own national holiday. It's my, yeah. So, (laughs) hello, people. You want that house with the backyard and the pool? You have to get your head out of the sand and be aware of what's going on with the numbers in your business. So this is where your brain, if you're one of those like creatives that hates dealing with numbers, you're going to begin to check out. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to have a glass of wine, and we're just going to chill. Okay. Now that we've had the wine, in our language, that's awesome. Yeah, now that we've had the wine or the coffee, tea, or whatever it is that you drink, I want you to begin to think about two things: profits and cash. If you have profits and cash, you're going to get that house. Yeah. I mean. Period. Done. Yeah. So it's it's a lot easier to do than you think. You just have to make the decision that you're going to get your head out of the sand and begin to deal with this. And it doesn't just have to be you. You can actually work with other people, and they can do the heavy lifting. You could be having your glass of wine, and they could be telling you what you need to know so that you could make better decisions with your money. Well, and actually, I think you're tipping on something here that's really good advice, and I want to come back and I want to talk with you a little bit about numbers, like important numbers to know. But before I do, one of the things we talk about at The Mind Aware is that if you don't like something or if something is not in your gift set, then get somebody else to do it, and you don't have to do it yourself. And what I'm wondering is if if bookkeeping, is that the right term, is is the right, you know, get a bookkeeper and and have somebody show you the numbers once a month, so it's like you're involved and you see the numbers and you know what's going on, but that doesn't mean you have to be the one doing the Excel spreadsheet, right? Correct. I'm not telling people to do the data entry and all that craziness. No, you're going to have your glass of wine. The bookkeeper is going to do the data entry. Then your head is going to be out of the sand and you're going to be able to make decisions on what's going on. So where do you find somebody like this or what's the best way to find, what would be something you should be looking for in a good bookkeeper? I would go with um, get referrals and obviously check references just, you know, with your accountant or someone that you know. There's a few online places. And generally, you'll want to use QuickBooks or Xero or FreshBooks. Those are like the best ones. And then what you look for in a bookkeeper is someone that has massive attention to detail, really, really good follow-up. And then you don't want one of those bookkeepers. So let me just make sure that you guys get that. Attention to detail. That means replying to your emails. Showing up when there's a scheduled call. Uh, really, really good follow-through skills. And 
you want to make sure that you cap the bookkeeper every month at a certain dollar amount because otherwise they're going to go above that limit and you're going to be like, oh my God, I didn't say you could do that. And then you're going to operate in that fear, poverty thinking mode rather than prosperity thinking mode, which we want. Nice. Yeah, we want that, don't we? I couldn't agree with you more, Justin. I love it. But I want to make sure that you know where to connect with Justin. And in fact, he has a free gift for you. We love free, don't we? Here's a free gift. It's at Cash Flow Gift. Three words all together, no spaces. Cashflowgift.com. Head on over there, connect with him, kind of like learn more about what he's talking about because this is really important stuff. We're going to take a quick break and when... I come back, I'm going to ask Justin specifically, like, what numbers are important to know? What should you know in your business? We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com. And that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. Welcome back. We are talking to Justin Crane about maybe one of my favorite subjects, if not the favorite, money. <laughs> Does that make me sound shallow? It might. Let's see. It's like my third favorite subject. All right, that's better. So, um, Justin, I think people would like to know what numbers should I be tracking? Like, what are important numbers for me to know in my business? You mentioned profits and cash knowing that, but is there a specific figure that I should be keeping track of or know about my people or my followers? Yeah, I want everyone to track your profits. So what exactly is profits? So you have your sales, then you have your expenses, then you have profits. Now, everyone kind of gets that, but here's where we begin to go into this complicated cash flow dance. That was a technical term for you creatives. Complicated cash flow dance, otherwise known as freakazoid cash flow drama. When you are not aware of how much money you're taking out of your business, that's where things can get a little crazy because, or as I say, cray cray. If you're taking money out of your business, everyone has to. It's like everybody poops, everybody has to take money out of their business, right? You go online, you go into your bank account, you move the money from your business account to your personal. Why? You got to pay your rent or mortgage. You got to feed the kids. You got to pay your utility bills. So here's the dealio. That number has to be factored in to your business expenses. Even though it's not a qualified business expense, you're still taking money out of your business to have a life. So for example, okay, I'm going to go through a hypothetical. If you do $10,000 in sales and your business has $4,000 in expenses, you have six grand in profits. But let's pretend that you take out $5,000 to live. Now you have $1,000 in profits. That is the key distinction. So 
you got to know how much money do you take out of your business to live, how much are your average sales, how much are your expenses, and this is where we get into the money strategy. Like, I feel like I'm throwing money away there. Should I be? You know, should I raise my prices? Should I cut my personal expenses? Should I start delegating to a VA? I mean, there's all sorts of things that you can do. Yeah. And that profit number, Dana, is going to factor into cash. Can I just talk about cash for a minute? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. So cash, cash is all about saying no to the BS that you say yes to. Yeah, because I like that. That's a good definition because I, I was actually, I was you're going right down the same path I was going to go, so go ahead. Yeah, so if you have money in the bank, you could say no to the things that you really don't want to do, which opens up the yeses. So, so many times in business, we waste money because we're investing in stuff that doesn't generate a return. So here's something that the creatives love. And this is another one of these things that I made up. Now, remember, today is that national get your head out of the sand day. <laughs> You have to get your head out of the sand. If you're faced with an investment and you don't think you could make three times your money, then don't do it. That's for example, good figure. For example, let's say a trade show. You got to fly there. You got to go to a hotel and you got to buy marketing collateral and food and you know all that. Let's just say it's two grand all in. Well, can you make six grand? If you don't think you can, then don't go. Now. That's how you get profits and cash. Yeah. By now, being smart with money. Let me ask you a couple of questions on this because this was actually like a real turning point in managing my own money for me is starting to not only look at the money coming in, but looking at the money going out because really expenses yeah. can be the, the biggest issue. So I want to reiterate that point that he made. It's really good. And only spending money on things that are making money and frankly, only spending my time on things that are making money. Because I think sometimes entrepreneurs, we can get caught into this buzz that's out there like, oh, you have to be doing this and you have to be doing that and you have to be doing this. And we're not really asking ourselves that question of like, well, what am I getting out of this? You know, what, what is actually being put into my pocket because of this? And that was a real switch flip for me in my own business. And so what about the person who says, Justin, uh, yeah, but I need to get the word out about my business, so I'm going to do the trade show, even though it's $2,000, because it's branding or it's getting the word out, and I may not see the profit now, but I may see it later. How do you make those decisions? What's your advice on that? Okay. You have to put on your money floaties. And you have to – money floaties, people. That's right, money floaties – you got to get into the shallow end of the pool. Like the little things for the arm that you put in yes. the pool to keep you afloat. Yes. Yeah, so get in the get in the shallow Listen, end. You don't have to be a hero and jump in the deep end and do the trade show for two grand if it's too much. You can go to a networking breakfast for 50 bucks, yeah. $100, and yeah. sponsor that. Then it's a lower dollar amount that you're investing. You can test it out, and then if it's good, you can do more of it. If it doesn't work, then... It doesn't work, but you have to do something. You got to at least try something. So the trade show could be too expensive, but you got to take risks, but you got to take smart risks, which are small risks with the money floaties one time. Nice. I love that. And then that. you see, you see what happens. Yeah. This guy's solid, right? This is really solid advice. I love it. And I know we're, we're, we're real close to out of time, but I want to ask you one more question before we go. I actually want to ask you two more questions. I'm going to ask you for like tips for people getting started today, but that's coming. The first one I want to ask 
Somebody, uh, many people say you need to know the value of your customer that comes in, Mm -hmm. the average lifetime value of what they're going to spend. And so for those of you that don't know what I mean, if somebody comes to us, they may make one purchase, but if they stay with us, they may make a lot of purchases. How much is the average person coming in worth to the business? Would you agree that that's an important figure to know? It is. That is something for business owners. So if you're just starting out and you're listening to this, that is something that you're going to work on in like six months to a year. We got to just get our arms around profits and cash, but absolutely, Dana, okay. you got to know what your lifetime value is. Well, because then you could. That's right. Stay in the shallow end of the pool. Work on just yeah. making sure that you're bringing in more than you're spending. Yeah. Making yeah. sure that you're making smart investments. Don't invest in the trade show. Invest. I mean, just solid, good, solid advice. So, as I gave you a little teaser there, as a, a prelude to what we we're going to ask, what what say you? What's the best thing someone can do today? to start wrapping their head around this and start making better money decisions in their business? I think it's taking time in the morning, uh, like a half an hour to an hour each day, to make a list of things that you're going to do. And um, everyone needs to know who their lead sources are. Like, who are the people that you're targeting to refer you or to do business with you? So, for example, if you're a realtor, you would want to target, like, interior designers. So how many reach outs are you going to make to interior designers today to do business and to get referrals? That's the kind of stuff that you need to be doing. Nice. I'm telling you, solid. I love this, Justin. This is so good. Thank I you. feel like we could just like, we're just going to have to have you back. That's how that works. Cause this awesome. is just awesome. Good stuff all around. This is Justin Crane. Everyone, you can go connect with him over on cash flow gift. Dot com. He's a money strategist specifically for business owners. You know, people like us that we come in and we say, gosh, okay, I'm starting to see where this could work. Now what do I do with my money? He's the guy. So cashflowgift.com. Justin Crane, I'm Dana Wild. Thank you so much for being here, Justin. This was fun. Thank you. Do you believe this guy made money fun? How good? Well, money's fun. He made bookkeeping fun. Oh, my gosh, he's a miracle worker. Don't you love that? But you get what he's saying. This isn't that hard. We make it too complicated. And, in fact, let's make some funny little names around it. Let's make it more playful. Let's make it more fun. Let's realize that we don't have to bite on more than we can chew. You know, if you're not at the point where you're like, you want to look at all the LMNOP figures and the average lifetime value of a customer, well, you don't have to start there. Start in the shallow end of the pool. Start with your floaties on. Start by just figuring out, am I making a profit? Or start by by asking the question, should I invest in this because am I getting a return on this? You start asking yourself those questions. You start thinking like a money manager. You start saying to yourself, and you heard him say it, right? Make the decision. Once you decide and you make the decision that, yeah, I can get my head around this, I'm going to make this a priority, 30 minutes a day, that's not a lot to ask. And if that feels like too much, start with 10. Start with 10 minutes, you can do that. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. We're redefining who we are and how we're supposed to live. That little four-step transition transitions the inner critic into an inner coach. I really believe that it was that excitement and that passion and that that drive that I had that kept me going. Oh my God, I love it here.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.